Welcome to the Stewardship Podcast, where we discuss how to wisely manage your resources, influence, and on today's episode, your naps. Okay, we're not talking about naps, but we are talking about how vital it is to rest. Grant, you yes. own you own 90 companies. <laughs> you never rest, do you? Rest is for chumps, right? Oh, man. I get that question a lot. Yeah, you own a mortgage company, insurance agency, investment manager firm, financial planning, software company, wrote a book. Do you ever sleep? Like, that's like the thing that people say. Yeah. And believe it or not, I typically don't wake up till about 7.30 or 8. I almost always get eight hours of sleep. Oh, I wake up at, I wake up at three. <laughs> um, then I take uh, a month off in the spring. And then a month off in the fall. So two months off throughout the year total. And I typically take one day a week where I rest with my family. Wow. I rest a lot. So I think rest is very important. And on this episode, we have Brandon Ream. And Brandon has kind of a unique story about rest and what happens when you don't rest. Dude, you had major burnout recently didn't you yeah yeah it was not good what happened man so that was uh, october 2019 okay so i basically we talked about me getting away and you know kind of looking at um my role and you know what i saw myself doing in the future and, you know, different things like that, because we both recognized that I was getting to a point of burnout and just didn't, you know, didn't have the same energy or life, you know, on a daily basis. And so, and it's more than just like, Hey, we're business partners and we work together. We're like best friends. So yeah. it was like, Hey, I think you need to get away. Yeah, man, you should slow down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, so there was, you know, there was already a recognition that, you know, there was not some good signs and some things that, you know, needed to be kind of looked at. And so I'll never forget. So we were, my wife and I decided to get away to California for a couple of days. And um, the day we left, so my, my youngest son was in a baseball league. Um, it's by far my favorite league my kids have been in simply because my youngest uh, the entire season wore ball shorts and Crocs. <laughs> Running around the bases Running, in Crocs. It's like, probably wow. the, only, the only baseball player in the history of baseball to play an entire season. In no, basketball. no, I thought historically Babe Ruth wore Crocs. Uh, possibly. <laughs> possibly. It's undocumented. We don't know for sure. Um, so his, it was his last game. Um, sorry, second to last game because the coach was going to miss the last game and he had asked me to coach that last game, which was the following week and that I needed to do practice during the middle of the week. And I told him I would, and then all this stuff. And so we, you know, after his game, we leave and my, um, mother-in-law calls me and says, Hey, coach said you're going to be doing practice on Wednesday. And this is, you know, we're going to be gone and all this stuff. And it was like, Oh my gosh, like I totally forgot and all this other stuff. So here I am getting away because running and running and running you know, just feeling burnt out. But then you drop the ball on your and son's then, league. Like, and, and here I am getting away, and another thing came up that I committed to, and I didn't, I didn't realize it, and, you know, I just, you know, totally spaced it and forgot, and now, you know, I'm doing... Which really isn't like you. 
Right. It's you, not. You don't forget those things. No, I don't. And so it was like damage control and trying to call parents, see who could fill in for me and all this stuff, right? So we get away and we um, had, you know, obviously plans of restaurants we wanted to try and places we wanted to go. And we were talking about, you know, things we wanted to discuss, you know, with our family. And, you know, we're potentially going to, you know, we were going to potentially homeschool at that point, which we ended up doing. And so we're going through all this stuff that we were dreaming about, like what these, you know, next four days. And if you're a parent, you know, that time we love our children, God bless them. But (laughs) time away from your kids is like the ultimate, you know, manna from heaven, right? Like it's just that time you get is just precious. And so you're just like, so excited. So you're like planning busyness around your rest. Exactly. To try to make the most of oh, it. Oh, totally. So I'm like, we got to maximize this time. Yeah. You know, like, and you know how big of a planner I am. So I'm just like, you know, I'm like block scheduling rest time, you know. <laughs> and so we get to uh, California State on the beach. And um, the first day, I, in a little foggy in all the details, but essentially the first day I decided to take a nap. And that's not like me. I'm not, I'm not a napper. I, I don't like naps. But hey, it's vacation. It's allowed. Exactly. Um, long story short, I basically didn't get up the rest of the time. How many and days was the vacation? I think it was like four days total. So you basically slept for four days straight? Four days straight. And it was more than just like sleeping like I'm tired. Like I was, I was depressed. Mm. Like I was emotionally trained like my soul was like burdened mm. and it was like what am i doing hmm. why am i doing this hmm. you know and it just it felt like it felt like god had pulled the plug on me mm. you know and it was difficult it was it was scary it was you know it wasn't just like man i'm tired this is this is great i'm resting and it was like a deeper uh issue Hmm. And it was in impacting me in more ways than just physically. Mm. And, um, and so it was, it was eye opening. It was scary. It was not at all what I was planning on or hoping for. Or your wife is probably planning. Or, or yeah. Hoping for I mean, it, right? so she's just kind of sitting there like, you know, being supportive and just like, but she's a little nervous and scared and sitting on the beach by herself, basically by herself yeah. and you know, all this stuff. And it was like, do you even want to, like, do you want to go out to dinner? It's just like, no. Like, it was just, it was crazy. It was mm. very, very strange. Not something I ever want to experience again. Um, There's probably lots of different reasons that that happens. Totally. But one of the big ones is not resting intentionally. Yes. There was, um, there was major, major burnout um, at my, you know, at my core. Mm. Like, it was, yeah, it was, it was a, uh, it was a red flag. It was a, you know, it's the emergency light on your vehicle telling you, hey, you need to address this. Like, you can't ignore this anymore. So somebody that is a friend of mine that I like to follow on social media and I listen to her podcast is Amy Porterfield. And a couple of months ago, she posted something on her Instagram and it said that pretty much everything in the world will work a little bit better if you unplug it wait a little while, and then plug it back in. (laughs) That's the first rule of tech support. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it off and back on again. Right. And your story and that kind of, you know, fun social media post, it lets us know, obviously, that, like, rest is a big deal. You know, science tells us that uh, there 
correlating data now between people who struggle to recover from cancer or even get cancer um, are actually uh, not resting or sleeping. Um, your body can go without food uh, longer than it can go without sleeping. Like we know this like is, is good for, for your body. Like sleep is a big deal. Uh, but it's like it's, it's more than than that. Right. It's 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 deeper than just like these obvious need to sleep and even the obvious need to 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 rest and not just grind and grind and grind and work and work and work. And and in this episode, I want to help discover ways that we can rest, the areas that we might need to rest that we're not maybe even thinking of. But then the how to like these are things that I've done that have worked. These are things that I've done that don't work. Yeah. Brandon, same for you. Things that you've done that work and things that you've done that don't work. Um, but I, I think it's important for us to communicate that rest looks different for everyone. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I'm sitting in a room with, you know, my the lights dimmed and my shoes off sitting cross-legged with no technology and no TV and I don't use the oven and whatever, like – that's not necessarily what rest always looks like for everyone, right? right? Um, what are some examples maybe of what rest could look like for others or what rest may or may not look like in your life, Brandon? Yeah, and I think, you know, there has to be a mindset shift. Okay. You know, so as you talked about, like, you have to think of rest outside of just, like, naps and you know, laying on the couch or whatever. I think you got to be... I mean, those things are important. Those things are important. Yeah. And that may be what rest is for you. Right. I'm just saying you have to get out of that mindset that that is only what rest is. Right. There, you know, rest could look very different, um, you know, for different even seasons of your life. And that's kind of like... Well, you could be listening to this podcast, like, I get great sleep. Why am I always tired? Or I get great sleep, but I don't feel rested. Right. Right. So, so, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's it's a mindset shift of understanding that, you know, a lot of times rest could just be something that's life-giving, mm. you know, so figuring out what gives you life, mm. you know, what, what brings energy and, and joy, you know, um, to your life on various ways, whether it's golf or yeah. art or whatever, you know, whatever hobbies you have or, you know, whatever it may be, um, understanding what gives you life and mm. that might be what is rest for you. Um, so an example of that might be, I really enjoy sitting and watching a baseball game. Right. The technology's on. And sometimes I like doing it while scrolling Twitter because, mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's like a thing for me, Twitter mm-hmm. and sports together. I like doing those at the same time because uh, I like seeing other fans' feedback. My, my wife, a, a good opportunity for us, sometimes it's just like she just wants to go in the room, close the door, and be on her phone. Mm-hmm. Like, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it is taking a nap, you know. Yeah. But honestly, sometimes as a guy who works behind a computer in an office all day, a rest is working with my hands, yeah. building something, you know, like making some furniture around the house or like using tools and all that. Building IKEA furniture is one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Oh I'm a God. weirdo. Wait, that's not a joke? That's serious? No, that's serious. I love it. I built this thing over here that all these drawers and it was like the best day I've had in a while. <laughs> oh there that's you go. Good. Rest looks different for everybody, guys. Rest yeah. looks different for everybody. Exhibit A. Oh, man. Yeah, so I think... Yeah, I mean, that that mindset shift is so important, you know, and as you look at, you know, what rest is for you and what it could potentially be in your life or what it could look like in your life, I mean, I think you have to first understand, like, what's your purpose, you Mm -hmm. know, because your purpose is going to drive your daily actions. Yeah. 
it's going to drive what you say yes to and what you say no to. And to me, that's key. Yes. Because you're constantly bombarded with things to say yes to and things to say no to. Okay. You know, and so understanding what your purpose is, right? Because if your, your purpose is to be one of the 10 richest people in the world, well, that's going to drive, you know, that's going to drive you in a certain direction and you're going to re, you know, be required to make certain decisions and sacrifice certain things. I uh, probably will have to sacrifice my rest if exactly. I want that type of quote like unquote if, success. Yeah. Like that's your purpose, right? But, yeah. you know, biblically, you know, um, you know, our purpose, right? Of Like knowing God, loving God, serving God, you know, be a disciple, make a disciple, like, you know, all these things are, you know, we have to understand what that looks like in order to, you know, be able to rest. Cause then it, it tells us what we say no to. It tells us what we say yes to. Right. You know, so understanding your purpose, understanding that there are different seasons in life, mm-hmm. you know, so seasons. It, yes. It, you, Cause you know, whether, you know, if you have kids, you know, that when, you know, your kids are young, that, you know, in that season of life, physical rest and napping is a big deal. Yep. When you're up every two hours, you know, in the mm-hmm. middle of the night and then you go up and you go to work or whatever it may be, you know, so seasons of life, you know, that's going to really determine the type of rhythms and routines that you have. And it's just going to look differently, you know, whereas now my kids are at a point where, you know, it's not something where they're up in the middle of the night, but it's something where they have school and they have sports and they have friends. And so, it's different things that we have to say no and no to and yes to and, you know, good things that yeah. we have to say no to. And so understanding that your seasons of life change, you know, and so there's not one size fits all that you can just implement. It's just going to work for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know? Rest used to be when my kids were babes. It was genuinely taking a nap. I needed it. And rest now as my kids are older, like you and I love going to the golf course, hanging yes. out as friends, being outside. That's a great way for us to rest. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we're going to dive into even more how-tos of discovering maybe what ways you uh, can rest and what rest might look like for you. I'm going to share how I rest in my weekly rhythm with my family and some things that we intentionally do. I'm going to share some things, some tips that you can implement in your life by the time you're done listening to this podcast that can help you rest when needed. But at Stewardship, we are home loan insurance and investment advisors who serve you with wisdom and love. So we help people with their finances. So we're going to share with you a one-minute money tip. Hit it, Dan. All right. So I'm going to make your marriage better in less than a minute. Here we go. All right. So here's the money tip. What you and your spouse should have in your budget is a personal line item for each of you where there's no questions asked. That's right. So I have a personal portion of my budget. My wife has a personal portion of her budget. And each month we get this money and we can do whatever we want with it. So when my wife comes home with crazy amounts of pajamas that were on sale at Target, I'm not getting irritated with her that she's buying 12-year-old pajamas for our son who's eight and she wants to store for four years. What the heck is that? doesn't matter. If she wants to go do that, she can do that. No questions asked. Freedom in the budget. Each of you need to have a portion that is set aside where you can do whatever you want with it. No one's going to ask questions or give you guilt or shame for it. That is what you need to have. Each of us want that individually. It gives us autonomy and it's a gift of autonomy that you can give your spouse. Create a personal line item in your budget under a minute. Boom. It's funny. Like we're talking about rest. That's about a personal line item in budget. But it speaks to the points that we were hitting prior to getting into that one-minute money tip is that rest looks different. Honestly, having that personal line item for my wife specifically 
is rest for her. Like it's it's hard work mentally for her to stay on top of the budget. And she's worked really hard over the years to be able to do that. And for us, it's it's equated to some success that we've had financially over, over the years. But having that personal line on where there's just freedom and she can kind of do whatever, like that's that's rest. It gives her some mental rest. There's just a lots of different ways that you can implement and that you can implement rest. Um, so, you know, biblically speaking, we are commanded to have a Sabbath day. And I don't know what it was. This was a couple years ago. I think I read a book or had like listen to a couple sermons back to back or something that made me evaluate, man, am I really doing this or not? Like, am I having an intentional Sabbath day? And I decided to do this with my family intentionally. And I can, I mean, I got to tell you, it's a game changer. I mean, Brandon, you know, me and my family, you know, like Sundays is our family thing. Like this mm-hmm. is what we do. How long have I been doing that? I don't know. A couple of years, something like that. Seems like it. Yeah. yeah. But it's been a, it's been a big deal. And where we are right now, we didn't just arrive. It's something that we've worked on, like making this Sabbath day awesome. But essentially, it's us as a family spending time together, not really engaging in a ton of technology, at least for the first part of the day. But then the second part of the day, allowing each of us as individuals of the family to rest however we'd like. So sometimes it means the second part of the day, my kids will play with their friends and they really enjoy doing that, right? Um, sometimes the second part of the day, again, I mentioned I like working with my hands. It's me building something or doing something. Um, sometimes it's like doing nothing, just taking a nap. But that first part of that day, we're really connecting. And that's rest or reprieve from maybe what has happened previously in the week where we didn't get to connect, where there was work going on and the homeschool things going on and all the things. But if we're saying no to stuff, the first part of that day, and we typically do this on Sundays, that connection is rest. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I think too, it, it, you know, we are wired in a way where we crave connection. Yeah. You know, we crave relationships Mm -hmm. and when that is missing, that causes stress, that causes anxiety. It causes, it causes, um, it causes you to be, you know, in a place where you can't rest. Mm -hmm. I mean, really like you're, you know, you're kind of in this state of unrest, Mm -hmm. you know, and so being connected with those that you love, you know, is I think a key foundational point Mm. to rest, Yeah, you know, and so doing that on a daily basis or weekly basis or whatever it may be, whatever it looks like for, for you. And in that season of life. In that season of life Mm -hmm. and, you know, is, is important. And, you know, I know that with beyond a shadow of a doubt that my marriage is in, its best place when my wife and I are intentional about connecting. And that could even just be, you know, on a nightly basis, just making sure that everything else is turned off. There's no phones, there's no TV. And then just talking through our day, you know, not just like your typical, how was your day? How was your day? But But like like genuine sit down, genuine sit down, intentional questions Mm -hmm. and genuinely listening, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, trying to put yourself in their shoes and, you know, where they're at emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you know, um, and connecting in that way, I, I firmly believe leads to, um, like true rest. Yeah. And saying no to certain things in those evenings allows for that rest to happen, allows for that connection to happen. And the same is true for the weekly rhythms of me and my family. And, and I'll just tell you now what it looks like. We wake up, 
kind of whenever, no real alarm. And we allow the kids to do video games or watch TV on those mornings, kind of free will. Typically, we're pretty strict on what they can do with technology throughout the week. But on that Sunday morning, they can do whatever until we get up. So my wife and I will get up, get out of the room. and be like, all right, where you guys want to go? And it's typically a coffee shop, whether it be mythical downtown Gilbert-ish or there's a new coffee shop now near our new home and we go to there as well. And I get a tasty beverage and the kids get, you know, pastries and snacks and we just kind of hang out together as a family at the coffee shop. We don't cook for, don't have to cook. We don't have to think about that. And then we come home and we do our family calendar, additional connection. And there's this family calendar called Family Teams uh, that that I order. I think you can order on familyteams.com and uh, or you just Google Family Teams calendar. And we get this big calendar that it's we connect to our uh, refrigerator just magnetize on a hook and we just talk about what our next week is going to look like we talk about what we're grateful for we talk about what we're going to pray for and then we do pray together um, and that connection time is really really big and then pretty much after that that's when the individual freedom and free rest happens but it's known that we are going to rest now here's the, the, the pro tip that I had to learn the best way for us to make this rest day happen was to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. We just thought, okay, it's Sunday. We'll rest now. Oh, but what about that chore? Or, oh, I still didn't get my room cleaned. Or, oh, we still have this laundry I got to do. Or, oh, we have the dishes. Or, oh, I need to do the yard. Well, we started implementing the day before the rest day. We have to prepare for the rest day. And everybody in the family knows it. It's like, hey, did you prepare for Sabbath yet? It's like they want to go play with their friends. They want to go do a thing. Hey, did you, you know, prepare for Sabbath yet? Did you do your laundry? Did you clean your room? Okay, fine. You did that and you can go play with your friends. You know, it's, you have to prepare for the rest day. And that was huge. That was huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we've said it multiple times and I don't think it can be said enough. You have to say no and it's okay to say no. Yes. You're not a bad person if you say no to things. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of amazing good things that you can be a part of and do as a family and, and think that it's a good thing, but it might not be a good thing. You know? Right. So you have to be very intentional and conscious about your schedule and you have to take the time, you know, um, with, you know, your spouse or if you're single, you have to take that time to really figure out on a weekly basis what, you know, what do you have coming up this week? What are the mm-hmm. things that, you know, what are your limitations? What are the things you need to say no to? And really just walk through that and be okay saying no like mm-hmm. it's it's you know it's important yeah it's okay you don't have to be everything to everybody all the time <laughs> yes and if you talk about that ahead of time that allows you then to say oh well we're probably gonna have to start saying no to something this week because we just look at our calendar here like when we do that on sundays wow we're busy every night or wow we're busy here or man we, we can't do our rest on sunday this week we might have to do our rest on a thursday this week or whatever um but but being proactive rather than Looking back and saying, man, we were busy every single day the last three weeks. How did that happen, right? And then you just get burnt out. And and it's funny because I feel like anytime you have a conversation with somebody, right, like two things come up. One, the weather. And two, how busy they are. Yeah. Like how's life? That's crazy. Yeah. Just so busy, right? Like Busyness is like a badge of honor. It is. Why? Like that? Gosh, I hate that. And it's like, I mean, if you look at (laughs) – I mean, this is like a subject I could talk about for hours. Like – 
you know, you could you can go into the history of even just time, mm-hmm. you know, like the clock, mm-hmm. you know, and how that got started and why it got started and all this other stuff. Like you could walk through all of that and it's it's very interesting. But then even just the fact that it wasn't that long ago. I mean, we're talking late sixties, early seventies where stores, you know, um started being open on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Like they were it was called the blue laws, I think, if I remember correctly, where you know, uh, stores weren't open on Sundays in, in honor of Sabbath, mm. you know, uh, non-Christian stores. Like it just wasn't a thing, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, when stores started opening up on Sundays, that almost, you know, started this chain reaction of like, you know, what we have now where it's just if you if you don't take intentional actions, our culture, our society is going to take up your time. Yes. It's it's you know, it, it's going to demand it. It's yes. going to pull on it. It's going to, to ask for Your it. Your time it's, is under attack. It, it is. And yes. it's, they are like, if you don't, Your take, rest is under attack. Yeah. And if you don't take, I mean, I've lived it. If you don't take control of it mm-hmm. and be intentional with it, and it's not hard, like mm-hmm. it's not hard. It's not like this 10 step program. Like it really is as simple as looking at your calendar for 15 minutes mm-hmm. and being like, I'm not going to do, whatever right during this time i'm not going to do this or i'm going to go do this because this gives me life it gives mm-hmm. me you know that connection i'm looking for or whatever it may be like you got to take control over it otherwise we live in a society where it's going to take it for you yeah and it can be proactive or it can be reactive when my kids were babies uh i was proactive in giving my wife a half a day off every week where she was not wiping hineys, she was not breastfeeding, she was not doing all the things that just pulled at her, where she just had to get out of the house and not run errands, but just rest. And that was a big deal for us. And when things weren't going well and with with either our relationship or parenting or whatever, I always had to look back like, man, did I give her her rest this week? Oh, shoot, sure didn't. That had an impact, right? And that was the proactive side of it. Well, now that our kids are, are older, she's able to take that rest a little bit easier now because they're a little less sufficient on on her moment by moment and my daughter now my oldest daughter she came to me before we did our family calendar last week on sunday she's like hey daddy moving into this new house and setting everything up mommy's been helping us like crazy i think we need to give her some rest like that was her idea (laughs) so when we did our family calendar we scheduled that this following you know this this week mommy's gonna get a half day where she could do nothing. And so me and the kids are going to band together. We were going to do dinner. We were going to do the dishes. We were going to do all the things so that she could just be. And, uh, it's just cool. Like when you, when you're proactive about it, um, it, it, your kids start to see that as well and they know and, and understand. But being restful, sometimes if you're listening to this, it's, you just need to rest reactively. And I think here's some simple how to's of how to rest on a reactive basis. You need to have a couple of things in your pocket, low barrier to entry, rest. Example, some people think, oh man, we're, we, we just need a vacation. We, we got to get out. We need a vacation. And people think they got to go to Disneyland or Hawaii or something crazy. Find that low barrier to entry, low cost, easy, simple place that you can escape to and just always have it in your pocket. For my family and I, it's Carlsbad, California. We get in the car. We drive there, simple, quick, easy drive. I like the drive. My wife and I get to connect. The kids have headphones. They watch a movie. They get to rest on the drive there. And then 
if we want to do something fun, we got Legoland there. They love Legos. They love doing that. We have to rest there. There's great restaurants. My, one of my favorite coffee shops is there. And then it's the beach. It's a rest and a respite away from the office, the homeschool life, all the things that we've been doing. What What is that for you? For some people I know, it's camping. They're really into that. They just throw the tents and the sleeping bags in the car, boom, drive up north, done. It's what is that for you? Figure out what that low barrier entry kind of escape thing is going to be for you. And you can do that as, as far as a family's concerned, but also as, as individuals, you know, like again, for, for me, it, it sometimes looks like just vegging out in front of the TV. You know, my wife asks, Hey, you, you coming to bed? And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to rest. I'm going to veg out in front of the TV, eat some chips and salsa. And I need some rest right now. Great. You know, like I have that in my pocket, lower barrier to entry. Everybody else is in bed. And, and it's a way for me to, to, to do that. So what are those low barrier entry rest things that you're going to have in your pocket? Brandon, we talked a lot about rest. I feel like we could do like multiple episodes on this. No, oh, man. <laughs> Dude, I can see it in your face. Like you're passionate about this topic. Like this is a big deal. It had an impact on your life. You it know? did. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. You, can, you are a steward, right, Dan? Yes. Yeah. You are a steward. And I think that it's wise for us to be good stewards of our rest. And sure. we need to focus on that. Sure, we can take some intentional actions to be proactive with our rest. But we can also have a couple things in our pocket just in case we need to be reactive with our rest. Yeah. I mean, it's important because it, it's one of the commandments <laughs> yeah. to honor the Sabbath. Yeah. It's not just like... A good principle. Yeah. It was one of the ten. Yeah. And we are created in God's image and God himself rested. Yeah. That's a big deal. And rest looks different for every season. Loved that advice, Brandon. Yeah. What season of life are you in? Where can you be resting? It's more than just sleep. It's more than just even taking a Sabbath day. Being intentional, even connecting sometimes is rest, right? This is great. Please consider subscribing to the new Stewardship Podcast. And you'll hear from us again very soon.